even though I'm still upset that you didn't get the Ligma joke. It is what it is. We're going to let it slide. We'll let it slide. Are we? Yeah. I don't uh, think I, we are. I might. That I tone might. of voice. I don't know if we're going to. That tone <laughs> of voice. I don't know. I'm going to try and get you with a couple more in the future, maybe. Just, like, be like. Okay. Um, I don't know. Something along the lines of, like. Um, I don't know. I got I got diagnosed with Sugma the other day. <laughs> Suck my balls. <laughs> um, so I'm I'm wondering if the reason that I didn't catch it is because I've officially reached the like old person age. Oh. Um, and it's like, oh, jokes aren't all just dirty anymore. I'm I'm a little <laughs> concerned that I'm not gonna get like dick jokes anymore, and that makes me a little upset. Yeah, we're yeah we're at that age where it's, it's just not top tier humor anymore. Um, it's starting to like taper off, you know. But I I wanna I wanna ask though, are you um mcdonald's or burger king um like my food preference yeah like if you had the choice to go to like mcdonald's or burger one over king. the other yeah oh shit i'd probably go to burger king burger king yeah really okay well like yeah. what about when what about wendy's from the wendy's to the wow um i'd probably go to wendy's over the other two yeah you'll like you'll like wendy's nuts drag across your face <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, there you go. All right, <laughs> you that's go for that's it. acceptable. Is that that was acceptable. Okay, cool. That, w- that was something. I don't know if it was good, but uh, I mean, uh, okay. You know. But you want to know what is good? I'm about to. What H- have you ever heard of the horror stories of sugar Haribo sugar free gummy bears on Amazon? Oh God, <sighs> nope. But I can imagine what's gonna happen. You've never, you've never read these. No. Like, when I am sad, like, I'm in a deep, deep place of sad, I will read these, and it's just, it's life-changing. It's absolutely... Okay, so as somebody who grew up with a diabetic mom, (gasps) uh, I know what happens when you eat too much sugar-free stuff. So I can only imagine where this is going to go and what kind of blowouts are going to (gasps) happen. So so please, please enlighten me. Read me some reviews, man. Okay, so this this one star rating, which I oh, think it should, it, okay. I think it should be five stars in my opinion. But by the way, uh-huh. you said shit. Yeah, Haribo sugar free gummy bears on Amazon got four four point seven out of five stars. By the way, okay, all right, which is weird. as like but a like a probably like as a, you're, as you a stopped up yeah. fucking joke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> laxatives when you're really fucking yeah. desperate. Um, yeah, this this one star review is called "See You in Hell." Haribo sugar free gummy bears. <laughs> all right, all right. All right. It was my last. It was my last class of the semester, and the final exam was worth thirty percent of our grade. After a late night study session, I felt confident, but I had to decide between sleeping in or cooking breakfast. My eyelids chose sleep. My stomach later regretted this decision, and after several uncomfortable stomach growls, I finally decided to make a quick stop by the campus bookstore and grab a snack before my test. Since the semester was ending and everybody was going home for the summer, a lot of the items were on sale, including the snacks and the candy that they kept up front. Being the hungry state that I was in, I felt it was only logical to pick up the largest yet least expensive candy in order to get more bang for my buck. Oh, the college days. Uh, (laughs) And there they sat, two bags of Haribo sugar-free gummy bears. Buy one, get one free. Oh, no. What a deal, I naively thought. I would eat one bag before my test, holy fuck, and one bag afterwards. 
As I, oh no. <laughs> as I walked to class, I gleefully chewed on those abominable little bastards, unaware of the utter mayhem that would soon unleash upon my poor, poor anus. Yep. I, I sat down at my desk as a professor informed us that due to issues with cheating in the past, restroom breaks would be prohibited until the completion of the exam. I'll give you 10 minutes to use the restroom now. This will be your last chance. Any takers? The demon bears hadn't released their unholy necromancy upon my stomach yet. Oh, so in the no. so in the ignorance of my foolishness, I remained seated, still munching on those miniature bear-shaped bombs. After the students wise enough to take the professor's offered had returned, the professor handed out the test. I was six questions in when it happened. Oh no. It started subtly at first, almost like a slight tingly sensation in my lower abdomen. I thought nothing of it, assuming my intestines were just doing their thing. Little did I know that my intestines were trying to desperately warn me of the horror that was in the horizon. By question nine, it happened again, but this time it was followed by a sharp pain, as if those internal, those infernal hellions had orchestrated an attack upon my colon. Yep. I fought to contain the groan that tried to escape my lips. It was at this point I began to panic. Something was horribly long, horribly wrong, and I needed to get through this test before it got any worse. By question 14, my worst fear was oh, upon no. me. Oh, no. The Satan's bear's burning hot, liquidy, dark magic crashed against my anal sphincter like a tidal wave. I was able to close the hatch just in time, but those relentless toxic bears beat against it like orcs breaking down the doors of Helm's Deep. Jesus Christ. I knew I wouldn't be able... <laughs> I knew I wouldn't be able to do so much as shift in my seat without risking a breach. Oh, no. <laughs> I kept, oh, no. I kept fighting through my exam, clenching my cheeks with all my might. Beads of sweat began rolling down my neck. Suddenly, a loud, gurgling war cry came from my belly, and the entire class lifted their heads. At this point, nothing mattered except expelling this unholy presence from my bowels. With, question, with 15 questions left, I promptly wrote C for every answer and ran out of the classroom. My professor yelled something, but I was too preoccupied with the volcanic eruption that needed to take place before I could find some sweet, sweet relief. Oh, no. I burst into the restroom like the Kool-Aid man, and behold, the handicapped stall that was empty. Sun rays from the adjacent window shone upon it as if it was a gift from God himself. It took me less than 0.5 seconds to undo my belt buckle, pull down my pants, and finally relax my weary buttocks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. My weary buttocks upon the toilet seat. It took... Absolutely no effort to expel this demon. Almost immediately, the floodgates of hell were open, and the damn liquefied souls of an entire bag's worth of gummy bears cried as they burned through my sphincter into the watery abyss below. This poor person? Oh my god. I had never felt such a simultaneous relief and anguish in my life. After 30 more minutes of this, holy fuck, I immediately went home. Jesus dug a hole in my backyard and burn the remaining bag of gummy bears i leave reasonable i leave with this do not i repeat do not eat these spawns of satan not only did they cause me to fail my final exam but the anguish i experienced is something that i wouldn't wish upon anyone not even my worst enemy the oh only my place god. <laughs> the only place these godforsaken hell bears belong are buried deep below the earth's surface that is so sad that is just no 
No, do people not know what's in, like, sugar-free things? Like, it's not good for you. No, it's not. Oh, no. It's like artificial sugar. And there's a reason yeah. why it goes through, like, liquid butter. Yeah. <gasps> so if you're ever feeling down and out, definitely Google sugar-free gummy reviews. And then all these Amazon reviews pop up. The poor darling. Like, I'm going to think about them just going throughout my day. Because we, like, at the store I work at, we sell sugar-free gummy bears. And I'm like, no, I'm good. I'm good, thanks. They're they're good in, like, handfuls, not the whole bag. Not, like, bags. Not, not bags. bagfuls. Not bags. Beware oh, the five-pound bag of sugar, sugarless gummy bears. Did they eat a five-pound bag? There's some people that do. I don't know how they're alive. Jesus Christ. Yep. No. So here we are. Bless them and their butthole. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But you want to know what should also be blessed? What? This episode. Ah! Hi, Zoe. Hi, how are you? I'm I'm here. I'm alive. We're doing it. We're hanging in there. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. One yeah. step at a time, right? I guess. I don't know. It's just <laughs> been interesting with the pandemic coming to an end. It's like, oh, yeah, we can go around not wearing masks now. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Everything's open. Everyone's doing it. Ev- I mean, things didn't really change here. But I mean, <laughs> you know, like seeing other people being able to go out and do things is kind of cool, like in other cities and states. Yeah. I mean, like, the responsible states, they've been doing their part of, like, you know, not letting people wear masks. But as soon as I left Tennessee, they're like, oh, no more no more masks. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, here we are. So this is episode 50. 50. <laughs> oh, my God, it's 50. It's 50. Oh. So you, you know what that means is that we have an interviewee here today. And uh, I will introduce her. Her name is Eunice. Hi, Eunice. Hello. <laughs> So uh, she's going to be telling us a little bit about what she's got going on. She's, uh, this is going to, we're going to start paranormal and then we're probably going to end a little woo-woo and that part's Ooh. for me. I don't know about yeah, you guys. The, but the paranormal's <laughs> definitely for me. <laughs> yeah. And then, the, and then, and then we're going to get a little woo-woo for me because I'm, I'm here for that. I'm totally here for that. So um, uh, Eunice, we're going to uh, just start by asking, you know, like uh, childhood, like how did you kind of get into this? What started it? Like what things did you see? Stuff like that. So we're just going to let you have the floor and get us started. Okay. So I guess I can start. I was born in Central America and I moved to the U.S. like at 13 and growing up. I remember, uh, like, I remember being very sensitive, like, period. Like, you couldn't even raise your voice at me because I was just going to melt down and cry. Like, you know, I just remember crying a lot. You know, just, I guess, like, the empath in me was just, like, I can just feel everyone's emotions. And it's just, like, I'm always carrying them on my shoulders. Um, And also, I remember, like, experiencing, like, just seeing weird things as a kid but you know I when I was a little kid like I was just like oh I don't know you know it's my imagination probably like I like shrug it off but I do remember like being six or five and I remember like being very existential like asking like who am I (laughs) why am I here (laughs) and I remember I asked my mom that question she was just like why are you asking me this (laughs) um and you know like I I have experienced like you know quite some paranormal stuff like being just being able to see i'm very clairvoyant so like i remember you know in central america like the beauty is that you have access to like 
ruins and stuff. So my parents would always take us out to like, you know, the mountain and stuff like that. Like we were pretty outdoorsy. And I remember, you know, back then you were allowed to go inside of like the Mayan ruins. And I remember once seeing like a full on like dude with like, you know, like, I don't know. He had like funky like feathers and like just like a mask thingy. And I just remember it because we were inside of the ruin and I was just like, am I the only one that's seeing that? And then, you know, adults around me dismissed it as like, you know, you're just like making stuff up. So, you know, I didn't think anything big of it. And then, you know, fast forward to like early 20s, I guess you could say that's when I had like my big awakening because I just like out of nowhere had the desire to learn how to meditate and so the after the first time I met I meditated like I guess that activated me in some way or like I started seeing people's auras so like you know initially I was just like oh like I never noticed like people had like a color around them and you know ever since then like I guess my life changed (laughs) learning how to meditate just really completely like just made me see more things than I thought I could and made me believe a lot more because you know um initially I was very like I don't believe in this kind of stuff like I don't believe in psychics I don't believe in like you know the paranormal like I just thought that there was nothing out there because kind of like growing up like we grew up Catholic but nothing like you know too strict like we had the freedom to like explore different things and like my dad was very atheist and my mom she is very interesting. She knows a lot about a lot of religions and she is also very curious about these kinds of things as well. So I yeah, kind of like a mixture of that kind of influenced me to like, you know, just have my own beliefs. But then like at, you know, 2021, 20, that's when like, I guess my life changed by a lot. But, you know, just being able to see a lot of things. And next thing you know, um, I find myself like taking, you know, an intuition development class, you know, just to like, I guess kind of like, be more sure of your, you know, intuition, right? Because it's something that we all have, but we um, ignore it. So with that, after taking that class, then it's, it's, it kind of like intensified. I started to see like just a lot of shit. Like I would see like black shadows, you know, just like when I was driving or like in my house or like people's houses. And like, I just kind of started to pick up like more, like I guess the different energies around. And so Ever since then, I mean, <laughs> that's just how life is like now, you know, it's I can just see stuff like pretty well, I guess you could say. But you could say that I use like my third eye to see it. So it's like kind of like a combination of like my imagination and like, you know, spirit, like or source, whatever, like allowing me to see. And I have had an ex- I had a very weird experience once where like I saw my neighbor's dead wife, like in the flesh. whoa yeah okay yeah yeah that was like the one time that I was just like holy crap like I could go touch this lady but you know and if you talk to people that are clairvoyants like they'll tell you like you can see things like physically like you know how they sometimes say that you can see like the like the mist or like you have like ghosts look like in movies like it looks like that or it looks like a actual being like in the flesh or they will say like I can see it like with my mind's eye Right. So that was the one time that I had like an experience where like I saw this lady standing over my neighbor because you could see everything from his window. And he like, you know, was just on his computer. And I had remembered him saying like he was a widow. And I was just like, why is there a woman there? He doesn't live with anybody. And like I just, you know, passed by and I saw the lady and like she was like touching his shoulder. And then, you know, I walked out, came back and she was gone. 
And like, I didn't see any cars leaving or anything like that. So I'm like, what the hell was that? So, you know, after a while, like I asked the guy like, hey, like, you know, what did your wife look like? Because I was just being nosy. And he like told me the exact same description that like, you know, I saw like short hair, you know, very petite, very sweet. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, I saw his wife. I don't know why I saw his wife, but I saw her. <laughs> Whoa, that's yeah. okay. That's wild. So, so you said that you started at a young age and, mm-hmm. you know, now you've gotten older and you can kind of see here and there. Did you ever, as a child, like try to pursue that or like seek questions or like ask around for anybody who like was on the same page as you or did it like freak you out and you were running away from it? It's a combination of like, you know, going to Catholic school and like not being, you know, not asking that. And like, um, you know, I don't know if you guys have been around Catholics or if you are like a Catholic or whatever, but they very much, yeah, they very much like, you know, tell you like all this stuff is like, it's the devil, like, don't do that, you know, that's very forbidden. So when I was a kid, I never, you know, I never even thought to question it or even thought to pursue it because I was just like, no, I know it's wrong. Like, if I start asking these questions, I'm going to get shut down, you know, so I never wanted to do that. <laughs> so do you feel like, <clears throat> do you feel like um, the Catholic system, do you think that kind of like suppressed you a little bit in your mind's eye development? I think so. I wholeheartedly believe that because they, you know, it's weird because they talk about Jesus being able to like, you know, cure people, you know, by touching them or like how you could see him, even though he was dead, you know, stuff like that. And like, you know, just like all the stories from like the Bible, like a lot of them were very paranormal. So I, I never understood like why they, it, it, it's not okay for us as humans like experience those things but you know back then like it was okay i mean this stuff has been happening to all of us for like centuries you know so it's not it wasn't just jesus that was able to like heal somebody by touching somebody like that is something that we're able to do as well if we wanted to that's now that you like say it out loud and like now that you've like said that it's like oh yeah like didn't the guy supposedly come back from the dead but like we can't see spirits and that's not okay so mm-hmm. yeah now that you say it that that's a little interesting to think about okay mm-hmm. um so because we are a paranormal show and we we love spooky stories as a child i don't mean to like you know traumatize you and have mm-hmm. you relive anything awful did you ever see any more any more spirits like as you went along um yeah like my grandparents house like it was kind of like I don't know I just remember like when if it was dark like you know obviously like the dark it's scary for children but it was just like so like traumatizing for me like being in the dark because I could really feel like there's shit like in here like I would I remember feeling more scared like not even being able to sleep at times because I just could could feel like there was shit in there and especially like my mom's family they're like from a village that is like kind of like deep out in the country and like that house in particular I remember I was just like I don't really feel comfortable ever like being in here because it just felt like heavy like it just felt like suffering I don't know I always felt like that and I found out like you know later on that apparently the owner of that house had a curse on him or something like that like apparently they knocked some walls down and they found like two glass bottles with two skeleton, like two skulls on it. And like it said, my family, like my, it's not like, they're not like my immediate family, but like it was their family's last name, like, you know, and like saying how they're going to have a lot of like misfortune, misfortunes. And, you know, it was, 
it was so true because my mom did tell me later on some stories about their side of the family and how like you know my aunt two of her kids died like young and you know her husband apparently he had a lot of money like he died so like somebody he did something to somebody and he cursed him and no wonder like I never like going to that house because I would just feel like oh like I just feel like I need to like go you know somewhere like more positive like it just felt heavy really really heavy I never saw anything but I remember just feeling terrified like I didn't want to go in there <laughs> so wow you could feel the curse in that place that's crazy Mm-hmm. For 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 you, you you said you're kind of like an empath, so you like feel things. But yeah. and then you saw that woman. So like, how how do you, as I guess now, I guess Eunice today, as we're speaking, how do you see things? Like, what's your most common thing that you see now? Like, is it auras, or like, do you feel things more often now? So th- now that your third eye has, mm, it's a combination of both. Like sometimes, like I'll see like with you know, like the corner of my eye, like I can see like stuff. But I think, I guess you, you could say, like, I, it, I'm more likely to feel things. So, like, if I walk into a room, I can kind of, like, feel, like, how somebody's feeling. Like, yeah, like I know it's not me. It's just the feeling of the room. So, because that's what empaths are, right? Like, we just, we're just basically, like, walking sponges and, like, we just absorb sort of, like, people's feelings, energies, or what have you. And, like, that's the one thing that I, I have noticed, like, happens to me uh, more often than not <laughs> pretty much every day <laughs> yeah you like walk in a room where like the tension's high and you have no idea but you're just like man this air you can like feel the tension in the air you like reach out and touch it that's how i've always felt because you and i've had the conversation about empaths so like that's sometimes i can just almost like i can just feel it you with my hands it. it's so thick <laughs> yeah okay zoe you're being a little quiet oof yeah i know you asked all the questions i was about to ask shit you got there so first sorry. that's fine <laughs> It's no worries. Um, I was curious. So you saying that you can see auras or feel auras, um, you said that they have a color um, Mm -hmm. sometimes. Is that common or are there other indicators of a person as well? Or is it just color? I think it all depends on like the viewer. So like for me, it was just colors. And also you'll find that there's a wide interpretation of like different colors. Like Mm -hmm. they tend to associate like darker colors with somebody like not feeling well or like, you know, I remember like, you know, when like you're like around somebody that you love, like for me, I see like a lot of pink around you if you're with somebody that you love. Or if you're somebody who has like a like, you know, just somebody that's very intense, like very like, you know, they're grinding hard all the time. I see red. And if I see somebody like that's very just like good nature, like they have like a pure heart, like I see like kind of like crystals like around them. Like, you know, it, it just it depends. Mm-hmm. on the person it depends on like who's looking at them but for me it's more like i see that see it and then like i can just kind of pick up on like okay like that's the energy that i'm getting from that you know and i've also like i've done um i used to do like readings through tumblr like i just told people hey i'm offering readings and so like i got like a shit ton of people that were really interested and whilst i was doing their readings like sometimes i would get like a color and you know that color kind of represented like i guess some form of their energy so like i don't know for some reason like i see emerald green as like a very passionate like person (laughs) or passionate being so it all depends on like i guess like what the person kind of brings out Is that is that an ability that you can switch on or on and off, or is that just like a nonstop all the time, all the time? It, so you have to learn to control it, because you know, right now I'm actually working on like you know being an empath, right? Like 
sometimes you can't control it and it becomes unbearable to the point that it starts affect you like physically and emotionally. So I am working to like differentiate like, okay, like this is not mine. And it's the same with auras and like just being able to see things because if like my third eye was on all the time, then I would just go freaking crazy. Like, you know, just, oh, I see this, I see that, like, you know, everywhere or so. It's something that you have to learn how to sort of like tone down. And um, I guess it depends on the person because I have some friends that, you know, it's like 24-7, they see stuff like that or like they hear things because, you know, like, I don't know if you guys are familiar with like the kinds of clary clarities that there are so like there's clairvoyance clairaudience clairsentience or whatever so like my partner he's claricognizant so like he's constantly like downloading like thoughts like intuitive thoughts like information right like information that he doesn't know so then for him it's very like if you meet him you know he's very easygoing guy but like he has sometimes like i i have noticed like he tends to like shut it off with like weed like weed just kind of shuts it out right because he's not like you know just hyper like super aware so some people i have heard of some people like taking substances like klaus from the umbrella academy i don't know if you guys watch that but like you know he's great he's show a, he's a medium right he's a medium but because it like he, it's annoying he takes drugs right so mm-hmm. it's kind of like that where like some people either you know learn like kind of like mentally or spiritually to like live with it and like balance it out and some people just can't fucking take it and they're just like a mess yeah Ooh, yeah. I never thought about that. Damn. Mm-hmm. So I guess you're like one of the lucky ones that kind of gets to like train and turn it off. And I've been lucky that I've met people that have taught me, you know, how to sort of like tone it down. Because if not, I could see myself being like, <laughs> but it's funny, too, because at the same time, like, OK, so like for me, I can't smoke weed at all because it just it like enhances it. So like it has the opposite effect on me. So, like, I start becoming even more, like, I can start seeing more things. And it becomes to the point that, like, oh, my God, I can't. Like, it's too much. Like, I, you know, I used to smoke a lot of weed back then. But um, I kind of have to cut it out because at some point I could have sworn there was, like, a fucking alien following me. And I was just like, okay, I don't want this. I don't want to see this anymore. So I just had to, like, you know, just completely stop because it, yeah. it's too much. It's something that the brain is not, you know, they can't, we can't process it. So, Yeah, and I can see for some people how it would tone everything down depending on the type of clairvoyant you are. Mm -hmm. And others, it kind of breaks everything down and allows it to kind of go wild. So, Mm -hmm. ooh. Yeah, yeah. Or like, you know, how like some people, like I've heard of like people having like the the, clairsentience. So like you can like physically feel it. Like I've heard, I mean, I've heard stories of like, you know, friends saying how like, they're talking to somebody and the next thing you know, they just feel like they can't breathe or like, you know, they just experience really intense, like physical body sensations that are just like, this is weird. Like, I, you know, this is not mine. Why am I feeling this at the time? So, yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, that's, that's like making me all nauseous to think about. Oh, OK. Yeah. That's so or for like, you. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. You go ahead. Sorry. Uh, no, I was just going to ask. So for you, it's more clairvoyance than anything else. Yeah, I'll have times where, like, I hear, I have heard voices, but okay. nothing, like, nothing too intense. Because I guess, like, for every, I, I guess you could say, like, we all have, like, a little bit of everything, but depending on you, like, you'll have more of one thing. And so for me, I'm very visual. So the clairvoyance, the, you know, being able to see, it's like the one thing that it's very prevalent in my life. Word. Okay. I have a question. 
mm-hmm. um, you said that you you meditated that one time and that that was just kind of like the trigger for you. Mm-hmm. What can you describe what that meditative process that you did was because like you know for people who just meditate you just think like oh be quiet breathe feel your body from head to toe but it's like what what was that specific meditation for you so it was funny I went to a Buddhist temple that's not too far from like where I live and they offer like every Saturday they offer like you know introduction to meditation right so like you have like this Thai monk that leads the meditation and I guess in the type of Buddhism that they practice they how they practice like a visual sort of thing. So like you're visually like a body of light sort of thing. And so I remember like, you know, the guy just leading us through it. And he was saying like, you know, imagine that you see like a crystal ball or like a, you know, body of light or something. And then like, imagine you see yourself just being like bathed in it. And like, for me, I remember just being like sitting on top of water and like my body was just like clear water. And like, I just remember just like, you know, just not feeling like I was in my body sort of thing. Like, I just felt like I was completely somewhere else, like just in that space, in that moment. And it's not necessarily about about like being quiet. It's more like being in that moment, right? Like being really present and being very aware. And yeah, you're going to think, but as long as you don't, get too swallowed up in like what you're feeling or thinking at the time it's more like you're watching your thoughts go right so um i just and it's just like it was just that one time and i remember the guy saying like when you learn how to meditate it's like swimming you'll never forget so for me like when i meditate i start to feel like like i'm spinning like the world is just like turning 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 and then next thing you know and like this happens to me more often than not like i guess you could say like i astral travel so like it's just like I'm just not in the in my you know body anymore. Like I just can go somewhere else, or people or you know beings visit me that kind of stuff. So I mean, meditation is very unique to like everyone, and I know it's it can be challenging for some people. Like um, I've had you know friends that like no matter how much like even if it's guided or if it's with sound or if it's just like breathing, like it's hard for some people to get into it. But once you learn you know that feeling. It's kind of like you have to like hold on to that feeling of like, okay, this is how I feel, how my body feels when I'm meditating and how like my vibration is kind of like moving along. So, um, and and a lot of like, you know, psychics, mediums, whatever you want to call them, like people that like do these kinds of things, they will tell you like meditate. Like they'll tell you like go meditate. Like this is going to help you to, I guess you could say like sort of like tone up or um, attune, whatever you want to call it. Like just develop more you could say so meditation is key (laughs) okay so for you after that initial meditation did everything kind of just open up from there or was it like a gradual thing like was it all at once or gradual i guess is my question it was gradual but it was just it, it kind of like became a thing of like just noticing more things and I guess you could say like I had that one year where like just everything just happened, right? Like where like I was just able to experience a lot of like, you know, visuals and, um, you know, feelings and stuff like that. And just like this, like, you know, a lot of ego death, like realizing like you're not what you thought you were. And so um, it, it, was, it, just, it was like a good one year of like just like a lot of shit happening. And then next thing you know, it's like you come out the other side, like, okay, like I'm a little bit you know more knowledgeable I know how to do this. Like, how do I implement it in my daily life? But at the same time, like, I do feel like 
it's kind of like every as every year goes on, like I feel like you wake up more each year, you know, like you're not ever like really waking up just once. Like you keep waking up like as time goes by. Right. So it is like an interesting process because um, like when I started, it started very like, oh, I'm able to see like, you know, spirits. Right. Like people that are not here, like flash forward to like six years. Then I started to see like other beings that like don't look human, like they look different. And then, like, now I'm dealing with, like, having dreams with, like, I've been having a lot of dreams with, like, aliens and, like, rescuing people and stuff like that. And, you know, I never was interested in aliens. Like, I was just, it was something that it was, you know, cool to see. But then, like, now I'm, like, why? Like, I see them in my dreams all the time. Like, very intense dreams. And when I meditate, sometimes, like, I can feel them around me. So it's, like, you know, there's, like, layers to it as well, you could say. So it's like your intuition is like really deep and kind of like discovering, you know, you're like more than just like the physical then and even like your spirit too. Like there's layers to it, right? Or like your soul, whatever you want to call it. So it's, yeah, like I said, there are layers to it. Does that not scare the ever-loving shit out of you? Because I know we have that primal fear of like heights and stuff like that. But then we have the fear of like things that look human but not Uncanny quite human. Mm-hmm. yeah 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 yeah. i actually don't feel scared for some reason like they felt very like normal and like i don't know i, I had like a, i remember one time I had a very weird, weird experience um so when i was getting into this kind of stuff like i was reading a lot of books about like buddhism and hinduism and i remember resonating with the goddess of death and destruction kali um, um, she's like the blue woman, like she has like, she's holding like a hat or something. Yeah. Yeah. So I remember like, perhaps I called her, but I remember seeing her a lot when I would meditate and something happened once that was really interesting. Like, so we had a dog that was really old and he decided to go on his last hurrah before he crossed over. He like went into the park at night and we were looking for him all night long. We couldn't find him. Then the next morning we woke up really early and we were like in the middle of the woods. And I remember like, for some reason, I thought about Callie, like in that moment. And I remember her saying, you're going to find your dog. Shit, you're not. Somebody called me. It was my sister that called me to tell me that her friend had found our dog at the park. And I was just like, what the hell? Like, (laughs) like, you know, it, it was just really weird that. That I had that like apparition. You, I guess you could say like she appeared before me. She just told me like, yeah, you're going to find your dog. And we did find our dog. <laughs> so That's, that's, uh, that, that's so creepy when someone like you, you feel like another thought or presence or see something that's not of your own. It's like, oh yeah, like this is going to happen. And it does it. It's like, that's too okay. real. Hashtag too real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's, I've like, I guess you could say people, I've heard of people experiencing stuff like that. Like some people, I guess you could say, associate like being in like a high state of vibration with like a different entity. So like one of my really good friends, she resonates with Jesus a lot. So like when we like meditate together, um, like I can feel like for some reason I can see Jesus and I'm like, why am I seeing Jesus? Why? You know, I don't really think of him. But my friend's like, no, I like called his presence you know, so he could like protect us because, you know, Jesus did protect a lot of people like, you know, he wasn't a bad guy, you know, so she calls on his energy a lot because she feels really comfortable around him. And it's kind of like you could say she channels his energy. But yeah, like I I've seen Jesus. Every time. <laughs> 
Wild, wild. Okay, so I want to I want to back up for a second because you mentioned something Mm -hmm. and I want to talk about it before we move on to that. You said astral projection. So Mm -hmm. let's let's I want to know I want to hear some projection stories and like um, they always say like you can project um, and then like see your friends and stuff like that. So have you ever been like, I want to go see da 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 and then went. And then texted him and be like, bro, I saw you sleeping with that teddy bear. Like, <laughs> Well, okay. So my boyfriend bought a book. It, it's by Robert Monroe. Um, and he's like the guy that has that institute in like Virginia, like in, uh, I think like Charlottesville or something. Yeah. Um, the Gateway Experience. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I heard he teaches or they teach like astral projection or remote viewing and honestly it's really hard to tell the difference between the two because i like don't really know them that well but anyways um so he bought his book it was called like something about like learning how to astral travel right so there he offers like techniques so like you know there's stuff for people that are visual there's stuff for people that are like audio there's there's like just a lot of stuff right so I don't like just we just were trying it out for fun one day. Right. And it was like after dinner, I remember it very clearly, like, you know, he was like, okay, let's practice it. Like, I'm going to read it out loud and then you just go through it. Right. So I just was laying down and, you know, he was saying, like, imagine that you like your body is like light and that you go you walk through this like hole kind of thing. And then, you know, you can go to wherever you want to go. So at the time, my best friend was in China teaching, you know, English. So I was just like, I want to go see him. Like, it would be cool. So then I remember like feeling like I could see where he was, right? Like I saw like a lot of trees and I saw his bathroom in China and I saw like him like kind of like waking up and, you know, it it felt really intense because I remember feeling like tingles, like just kind of like, I don't know, just remember feeling like my either my aura or whatever it was that was just like going like this, like shaking. And next thing you know, I came back down because it, it freaked me out because I was just like, holy crap, like I'm not in my room. I know I'm not in my room. I'm in, I'm somewhere else. And it freaked me the fuck out. So I came back down to my body. And when I woke up, I was freaking hungry and I was shaking. Mind you, we had just eaten a lot, but I remember feeling like super freaking hungry. And then, you know, I did go see my friend in China, like actually visit him and his house looked just like how, how, how I had seen it. Like he lived in a part of China that's like, they call it the most ecologically preserved area. So like there are a lot of trees around him and his apartment, like his bathroom in particular was like gray. I remember seeing the bathroom was just like gray and like there was like a mirror. And I just remember like, wow, like this is like validation of what I actually saw. And there was another instance where like I was traveling and like my boyfriend was like, oh, you should come, you know, I shall travel and like see me tonight. And I did. <laughs> so I remember like, you know, just seeing him wearing like pajamas that were like black and blue or whatever. And then I remember like after like calling him like, hey, are you wearing like, you know, squared pajama pants with like blue and black? And he's like, oh my gosh, I am. How did you know? And like, you know, he's my biggest fan. He's like, he's always like hyping me up. He's like, you're so psychic. You can see so much stuff. Like, you know, but he was the one that like, encouraged me sort of to like try it and so yeah he's like always like you know if you talk to him he'll tell you he'll hype me up <laughs> that's your hype man right there that's wow for sure <laughs> that's cool so, um, yes. <clears throat> i have a question with 
astral projection. So that's something that you did while you were conscious, right? Like it mm-hmm. wasn't you went to sleep and it just happened. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. interesting. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, I have heard of people like doing it while they're sleeping, right? Yeah. But yeah, this was the first time that like I experienced it like conscious. You know, I was I've never done it before and I didn't know that it was like I guess you could say it came to me fairly easily, but I have heard that astral traveling is easier for females and remote viewing it's easier for males. So because I have tried ast- like, you know, um remote viewing and I don't know why. I'm just like, I can't do it. <laughs> so that's that's I, I thought that was really interesting. You said you you felt like your body was like you made like this hand gesture, like like vibrating, like it was moving mm-hmm. back and forth. Mm-hmm. It's it's really interesting because like building off of the the Mon- the Monroe Institute, because uh, you and I talked about it a little bit in like the preliminary discussion that we had um, in their paper where they break down the gateway experience. They talk about how the whole science that they claim behind astral projection is like you have to get your body to vibrate at the same frequency of earth so i thought it was really interesting that you said like you just felt like your whole body moving and shaking and vibrating and tingling when it's like that's actually what you're supposed to be feeling but you woke up hungry like yeah. you're out of energy yeah it, it, i did i remember feeling like like the first time that it ever happened like i was bawling i was crying so hard like it was just a weird experience of, I guess, realization of you're not, you're more than just your physical body. And I remember just crying and feeling really like starved. <laughs> like we had just had dinner, but for some reason I was just like, I'm going to eat my fridge. Like that's how hungry I was. It was really intense. And interesting. Yeah, and like, I mean, I shared with you, and I don't know if it's okay to talk about like Reiki, like, like energy healing. So that's yeah, something yeah, yeah. that like I also do, right? So like it's basically like you're connecting to you could say like source and you like with your hands, like you go, you know, over people and like you sort of like help them balance out their chakras, right? When I was starting out, I remember practicing on people that I didn't know. And I'll never forget this one experience where like I did Reiki on a woman that she was like a little older. And I remember like feeling very drawn to like her uterus or like that area, like the sacral area. And I remember just like, you know, I told her like, for some reason, I felt very drawn to like this area, like healing it. Then she was just like, yeah, you know, I've been trying to have a family and it hasn't been going well. Then after I finished, you know, doing Reiki on like more people, I went home. I took a nap because I was just done. I was tired. I had a very weird dream. I had a dream about like all these dead babies, like just falling out of the sky. And I was just like, holy crap. Like, did I just like channel like her, you know, what that woman that I talked to, like what she had gone through? Because it was a lot. Like, I found out that she had a lot of miscarriages and it was just like depressing for her because her family, you know, they really were pressuring her to like have to have a kid, have to have a kid. But she just couldn't. So, yeah. Oof. Okay, so for the listeners, uh, I know mm-hmm. we all know what Reiki healing is. Can you mm-hmm. back up a little bit and kind of explain mm-hmm. how that works and with the cheese? Like, actually, like uh, if you could explain how the cheese of the body work. Yeah, so it's basically stuff. like when I, you guess you could say like you get attuned to Reiki, like you're able to practice Reiki on others or whatever. Like it's basically you are allowing energy through sort of like go through you and. It, it, it like it kind of like radiates out of your hands you could say so like with reiki like it's very hands-on so like you know we'll work on people like you know if you came to my house like you know i would just like you know kind of like go over your 
chakra and like the seven chakra points or whatever. So we will basically we're trying to like sort of like balance them out. Some people believe that it does help with like physical pain or like illness or whatever. So, you know, it is helpful. Like I've had experiences where I've had headaches and like, you know, I'll just like do Reiki on myself and like I don't feel the headache that much anymore. Um, or I can or sometimes too, like through Reiki, you can sort of tell when like there's something off with somebody. Right, like a physical pain sort of thing, like that woman with the like you know being like with the uterus. So, um, and you know they do say like when you're, I guess you could say like when you're channeling that energy, it's like kind of like you become like this vessel of like light and like your, I guess you could say like channeling just a very pure sort of energy, and you know because the intention is healing, um, you also can like. You know, it depends on the person, right? So, like for me, I see a lot of stuff of like what people are going through. Like I can see like what part of their body or what part of like that area, because each chakra has like a theme. So, like if let's say if like that you know somebody has to work with somebody on the throat, maybe you're not communicating clearly enough with somebody, or like you're struggling to say something that you need to say, right? Or um, like with the solar plexus, like right here, like right beneath our boobs, like. It's like the area of, they call it the area of self, like, you know, you're kind of like your identity. So, you know, if maybe somebody comes with me with like issues with that. It's like, they just feel like they don't know who they are or like, they feel like they're taking on too much of like others and it's just like too much, right? So um, we, yeah, so like through Reiki, like you're able to kind of like see a lot of like people's like, I guess what they go through and Hopefully, by the end of the session, you feel a little bit more like, okay, like, I feel a little relieved, better, or, you know, more peaceful. How did you get from, because, like, we're, I'm trying to keep, like, the whole train of, like, progression of mm-hmm. how you've done all this. How did you go from, like, you know, third eye meditation to astral projection, and now you're on Reiki healing? How did you, like, how are you mm-hmm. discovering all this? Like I said, it was just a lot of, like, knowledge, like, all at once. Like, a lot of stuff just happened, like, within, like, a short period of time, it felt like. Like, it was kind of, like, first I discovered that I'm, you know, I'm an empath, clairvoyant, whatever. And then also, too, I guess because I'm very compassionate, like, somebody mentioned to me, like, oh, you should try Reiki. You know, kind of, like, it kind of goes both hand in hand with, you know, being a clairvoyant because it's kind of, like, you also have to use your intuition. You have to trust your intuition. Like, you kind of have to trust, like, that knowledge like even though you don't know for sure but you just have a feeling about it that there is something off or wrong with somebody or there's something like some message or whatever that somebody needs to receive but it's through your hands sort of thing it's like you're absorbing that energy kind of like through you and then you can just sort of like I guess disseminate that information to somebody um so it was just like somebody just told me like yeah you should try Reiki out and then I did and it it just kind of went off from there (laughs) Cool. Zoe, did you have a question? I thought you said that you... Not about Reiki healing. Any question that I had just got answered, so... <laughs> okay, cool. Um, so, one thing, because I, I... Weirdly enough, like, I'm on TikTok, right? And so, like, some, some videos come up, and there's a couple of people on there who do, like, Reiki healing, obviously, like, through the video, right? Which is interesting, because you kind of have to be there. But um, it was an interesting question that someone still asked this person... Um, Because she was doing stress pulling and um, they asked if you're pulling these emotions, the the bad energy and doing that with Reiki, are you absorbing it and like as an empath, like does that affect you in any way 
or are you just kind of releasing it back into the space? So you'll see if you've ever experienced rain, right? You'll see people do this motion of like pushing it out. Like you're physically like pushing stuff out because you're trying your best not to absorb it. But that's why it's important that you as a Reiki practitioner protect yourself. And there's this also this thing like kind of like, you know, just can just cut the cord. That's what they say, like uh, cutting the cord. So that way you like don't, you know, you don't get stuck with somebody else's shit. So um, but like the, what that TikTok lady was doing, I mean, that's interesting because I mean, Reiki's can also work remotely. Like it's you don't have to be there physically. You can also send it from like further away. So like, you know, you guys being, you know, you're in Tennessee, you're here in Virginia, like somewhere further away from my house. <laughs> I can like, you know, right now I can like, right. If I wanted to, if you guys give me permission, like I could send Reiki to you right now. So, you know, it does work remotely. Do you want to do it? If you like, guys what, give me what would you do? I would just have to like, you know, kind of close my eyes and you guys have would have to like, you know, also close your eyes and like kind of relax and allow, just give me permission. Like, you know, allow me to receive or allow, allow yourself Zoe? to receive. Zoe, sure. Okay. Yeah. You sure. want to? Let's do it. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay so we're going to start out. Okay. Get comfortable. If you want, close your eyes and take a few deep breaths. So inhale, exhale, inhale, exhale. When you guys are ready, you can come back in your body and slowly open your eyes. Did anybody feel anything? Did you experience anything? That was really weird because I kind of started to feel a little bit lighter. And then I swear to you, I had the sensation like something got pulled out of my head. Like, it was really weird. Like, I just, I was just sitting here normally feeling and like, fine, just breathing. And then all of a sudden, like, just the top of my head, it just was like, whoop, and just out. <laughs> I don't know what that was. Did you experience yeah, anything, no. Zoe? <laughs> yeah, I got a little lightheaded. And then, this is going to sound weird, but the left side of my back heated up is what that, mm-hmm. what it felt mm-hmm. like, which was mm-hmm. a little, a little strange. So with Reiki, when somebody's practicing Reiki on you, it is normal to feel like either tingles or like heat, especially heat. Okay. Yeah, heat. Okay. You feel a lot of heat. And I guess I do have messages for both of you, if you don't, if you don't mind me sharing. Bring, yeah, so, go. So for some reason, I was immediately drawn to Zoe and like, I kept seeing a baby. <laughs> I don't That's know why, a- like, I kept seeing you like caring, like <laughs> a baby, like it was such a cute little baby. And... For some reason, I saw a lot of apples and like cartoons. Like I don't okay. know why. That's like I don't know if that's like there's that connection <laughs> to any of that. But I kept seeing. That's like, terrifying. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, uh, huh. You don't you don't have anybody you yeah. know with apples, do you? No. No. I just kept seeing um, like a lot of red and like for some reason I saw like apples and I don't know if like you live like near like an orchard or like you know area where there's lots of apples or what but I just remember seeing like I don't know if maybe like your essence is like an apple I don't know it, it, I just kept seeing apples for some reason like just hmm. like a very bright like red color around you yeah um and just like I guess you could say like feelings I try to pull out doubts. For some reason, like that kept coming up, like just pulling out doubts. Like the word doubt kept coming mm-hmm. up. Like you're doubting something. And so I just was just like, you know, I wanted for you to feel sure of whatever choice you have to make at any given time. It is the right choice for you and your family. And so, you know, not, not like 
kind of like avoid trying to feel like, oh my gosh, like if I don't make the best decision, you know, like kind of like let that guilt take over you, right? So I just, I don't know why, I just like that kept coming up for you. <laughs> or I, I could okay. feel it. And so I thought that was just, my intention was to pull out any doubts. And with your throat chakra, you know, but you both have very like mm-hmm. open throat chakras. You guys are like both not afraid to speak your mind, say whatever the fuck you want, right? <laughs> so yeah, That's I just true. felt like a very like, like very badass like throat chakras. <laughs> and for Katie, I kept seeing like like a mountain, like rock, like a rock. Like your energy is just very like, oh, I'm gonna do this. Like, <laughs> very That's... like you know, mountain woman. <laughs> That's like the second time um, you've said that too, actually. Mm-hmm. So that's and interesting. And I also, for some reason, rem- see, like, kept seeing you. Um, I guess, like, you could say I saw you, like, writing a book. And I saw you, like, um, feeling, like, I guess that I got, like, I felt that there was a lot of, like, there's a lot of room for forgiveness in your life. Like, forgiving yourself for just, you know, some things that perhaps you thought we're in your control but you know some things they just aren't in our control so for you it's just like i just kept hearing like tell her to forgive herself more like practice forgiveness like every day if she can because otherwise you know she might not be able to like move on from whatever it is and just like you know take the time even if it's not like a big like speech to yourself just like i forgive myself today for like not being able to accomplish whatever it was that i wanted to do or i forgive myself for like you know feeling or i have like you know causing whatever i don't know i just forgiveness was a big thing for you so for both of you i like try to pull that out like you know just any negative feelings that you perhaps are you know push them out (laughs) wild that's so crazy thank you that you because for me that was a little too spot on like i'm like oh geez like you call me out because i know (laughs) i know like i'm in therapy yay thanks but the fact that, like, because, like, you know, you just did this remotely and you kind of hit things on the head. And, and I mean, Zoe's a ginger. So, like, obviously, I can get, like, the whole red, the whole red aura going mm-hmm. on. So, yeah. but um, yeah. I literally, I had a friend of mine recently that was really intent on trying to get me to hold her baby. So, that might be it. I don't know. Because it was, like, absolutely the fuck not. No, I'm good. So, I don't know. But. Yeah, I kept seeing, like. Ugh. Yeah, they, I just remember you, like, holding the baby, like, initially kind of like, oh. <laughs> but then eventually you were like, oh, my gosh, like, I love it. <laughs> so. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah, Zoe sometimes messages me. She's like, like, the kid's gross. And then by the end of the trip, you're like, yeah, the kid's okay. Oh, yeah, that's how it goes. That's why I don't hold babies. Because you know. That's it. Because you know. Reason. Yeah. Yeah. My oxytocin levels are going to spike. And I'm going to go, okay, I think I want five. <laughs> no. I'm good. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> wild yeah oh my goodness okay yeah. um so like i kind of want to talk a little bit more of like the chakras can you explain a little bit more about how like like the like the the basics like how that kind of works like human i think you also mentioned mm-hmm. something about human design as well oh yeah so basically okay so i guess what we'll go with chakras so we have seven chakra points so like we have a crown that's knowledge third eye intuition throat communication heart it's like like social acceptance or like the love you allow you know you give out and you allow yourself to receive Uh, solar plexus is um identity sacral it's like creativity and root it's like i guess you could say like grounding balance so um for you know for reiki i guess you could say like 
we are trying to balance those things out because more often than not, we get unbalanced very easily. So, you know, like, for example, like if you have, you know, a very either a very active like throat chakra, like too, too open, you find yourself like interrupting people, like talking shit, you know, stuff like that. Or if you have it like not as activated, you tend to like just be super shy, like not saying what you want to say, even though you're like itching to say something like just kind of like not having the courage to do that. Um, and same with like the, um, like for example, like the sacral. So sacral chakra is very interesting because it's like, you know, it's like, it, it, that's where you hold like your sexual energy and like just being able to create, right? Like it could be, you know, painting, singing, writing, whatever it is. Right. So like when it's in battle, you know, to, I've heard that like to get it balanced, you should do some of those things, right? You should have sex. You should, you know, right or you know do as something some sort of like creative outlet to balance it out but if it, if you're not you know if you are overusing it you can tend to be like super tired like drained or um just i guess like having like perhaps like even sexual like you know issues like you know uterus pains or whatever like you know stuff like that um so for each chakra like you know they kind of control some sort of our life and it's important to try to keep them in balance. So, you know, some people have them really open, some people have them really closed. So um, it, at the end of the day, it's like it's like a matter of like balancing. And I don't know if you guys watched Avatar, The Last Airbender, but like they did a really good job at explaining like the, the, the chakras when Aang was like trying to like, you know, channel like the avatar state or whatever. He was trying to like perfect it. Like they go over like the chakras and they did an excellent job. So <laughs> um, talking about this. Perfect. Things. Oh wow, kids! Yeah, a a kids show. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that was like that's like one of my favorite shows. I love that show so much. <laughs> it's a great. I show. haven't I haven't seen. Yeah. Don't don't come for me, but I haven't seen the last Airbender. But I saw Legend of Korra. I'm gonna come oh, for okay. you. Yeah, you need to watch the last Airbender. Come on now. <laughs> I started it. I started it with my sister in law. She's like, you haven't seen the last Airbender. I'm like, no. I think Aang is so whiny, and I can't stand it. <laughs> He's 12, bro. Of course he's whining. No, I don't like children. <laughs> I'll go I'll go watch it and then we'll we'll talk about the chakras and whatnot. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. Um so you learned about the chakras and all that in that like year of like what the hell is going on and all you're just being bombarded with information. Mm, yeah. Yes. <laughs> so so the information that you were being bombarded with, as we'll just so eloquently call it, um, is are you in like a circle of people who also are like more spiritual and like clairvoyant and stuff like that? So you could say that. Um, I have friends that, you know, are like-minded. So I do have a lot of intuitive friends. I have friends that have businesses that like focus on, you know, developing your intuition, you know, aligning your heart or aligning yourself with like, I guess, a higher vibration, you could say, or just allowing yourself to receive healing. Um, and you'll find that like it is a larger community now, like growing, like you, you see it a lot. You, you see a lot of like the pop, like, you know, stuff, right? Like, for example, astrology or, you know, um, like even with Reiki, like you see it in like yoga studios being offered more often. And even in hospitals, I found that they are um, allowing Reiki practitioners to go and like treat patients, which is really interesting. Um, but yeah, like I do have friends like connections that I have made over the past like few years that just have it's like it's kind of like it's nice to have them because when you wake up like it's a lonely process 
and it never it feels like it never ends because you change and you know some people might take it well some people might just be like no you know fuck you like i don't care about that shit kind of thing and like i guess you know i don't know like how old like the audience is but like you know like if you are waking up you know it usually happens like around like your early 20s and then you start to see like just how much your life shifts and like people just get out of your life or like you just feel like you're not aligned with you know certain like aspects of your life and so you have you can experience like drastic changes where like you know you can have like deaths in family or you can have like moving somewhere or you know like fallouts in friendships or relationships that you out of nowhere you start to realize like this shit wasn't working out and then you know because I'm aligned and I'm like kind of like awakened you could say it's like I want better for myself so it can be a very lonely process and it I am very grateful to the friends that I do have that I'm able to talk about these kinds of things because it's it's not easy you know like I can't just talk to this with just anybody like <laughs> yeah absolutely because so. like you know there's uh there's that stigma like you said with like the catholic how they're just like oh no like you can't do that that's the work of the devil and some people just don't blatantly believe in it and you know or just think like you're just having a psychosis breakdown or some bullshit so Mm -hmm. it's yeah i mean it's i like being afraid of judgment you know being afraid of what other people say of you that's like the biggest one i think so when I was doing uh, a patreon episode for uh homespun haints i had a um a woman come through and she was like hey like i'm wanting to be kind of more i don't know if like at your level kind of thing but like a medium like listening to intuition and stuff like that so she was like um how do i build off of that like how do i keep going like how do i you know progress forward and, and am i on the right track so i ended up doing like a a um celtic cross reading for her and it was pretty cool um and it was like yeah you're on the right path but like you're you're afraid and like all that fun stuff. So as somebody like yourself who has had, you know, the awakening and you're kind of embracing it and doing it and, you know, whatnot, do you have any advice for anybody who is, has some inkling that they are like, have something like, I don't know, like myself, I would say that I'm an empath and I've seen some things here and there that I don't particularly talk about. So like, do you have any advice that you would give on like how to progress forward and how to like be okay with that kind of thing going on? Yeah, uh, first of all, you know, know that you will be okay and that the universe it is bringing things forward to you or it's bringing things to your attention that need to be addressed. And, you know, if you notice like it's not working, then it's okay to let it go. You know, we're in a con- this constant, you know, like flow of like letting go of things. And um, it's hard, but do know that there are, you're not alone. And also another um i think this is like the biggest one that i've been learning over the past few years is know that you are your best source of knowledge because you can take a lot of classes to develop you know like if you want to be a medium or if you want to develop tarot you know um you can take classes and you can meet great teachers but sometimes even like taking those classes all along you might discover that you just had it within you this whole time you didn't need to go seek somebody else like everything was just within you the whole time so just trust your like just trust your intuition trust your gut Maya. <laughs> that's no no that's good yeah. advice just trusting yourself because even like you and i had that conversation where it's like just believe just believe just do the thing and believe in yourself um 
Okay. No, I think that's really sweet and awesome. Uh, yeah. Zoe, do you have any more questions? No, really, no. I think, well, oh, no, I, I lied. I do have a question. This is this is kind of an aside to everything that we've been talking about. But so, like, I, I grew up in a very, like, not, like, my mom was open to whatever we wanted to talk about, but it wasn't much of, uh, like, everything in this, like, wheelhouse is cool. Um, something that I still, to this day, do not understand the interest in or, like, how it works or anything is crystals. I, I don't understand. Do you know anything about crystals? <laughs> so actually, funny that you say that. I am also not a big like fan of crystals. Okay, dope. It's not just me. Yes. No. It's, so no, but I. So it's and like I said, it depends on the person. Yeah. It depends on the person, right? So if you feel like a crystal works, cool. But for me, I just never like. I've I have here. Let me show you. I have like a bunch. I have like I have amethyst. Uh huh. It's really pretty. I have like a bunch of rocks that like, you know, like people have gifted them to me over the years. Um, like I forgot what this is called, but this is really pretty. It's like blue and like white. Yeah. Like I have yeah, like I have so much like stuff, like rose quartz or something. Like I've heard rose quartz is like very heal like it, it has a lot of healing properties, but I've never felt like, oh my gosh, like this is everything. Like, ah oh. these two things right here are the two things that I actually have been able to feel something out of. These are called Moki balls, and they find them in Utah, I believe. And um, I met a shaman who told me, like, you should get Moki balls. Like, they're really, like, they help you balance, like, your female and masculine energy. And when you hold them, I mean, when I hold them, I can feel like a heartbeat. Like, I can just feel it, like, pulsating. And... Also, too, you know, I am from a country where we have a shit ton of volcanoes. I brought back a volcano rock because we were like we hiked it up. And also when I touch that rock, like I can just feel like, oh, my gosh, like it's, you know, it's not the prettiest crystal. It's not the prettiest rock, but it's just a rock and it has so much energy. So like just because something is shiny doesn't mean that it's, you know, it's all that <laughs> like. Like I said, I have a lot of crystals that people have given me, but I don't feel like, I don't feel anything. I really don't. Okay, so, cool. Yeah. I mean, and you'll find that some people use them for like, you know, during Reiki, like they'll be like, oh, you're going to hold this, you know, whatever. But like I said, it depends on the client. It depends on the practitioner, but it's okay if you don't feel a connection to crystals because crystals are just like one side of it. It's not, you know, if it doesn't resonate, it resonates. <laughs> That's cool. That's right. funny yeah. that you brought that up because I'm over here like woo woo crystals. Like I want to like get my whole setup with crystals because I, I, because yeah, and that's okay. yeah, because like you know, um, crystals. I started to kind of study them about like why crystals are crystals and why minerals are minerals and why rocks are rocks because apparently crystals are they're almost alive and that's kind of like the like the most dumbed mm -hmm. down way to explain it is that they have their own energy like you were saying with those little rocks is that um the crystals themselves can produce some form of energy and it's if you as a person are able to channel that energy from it and it like like uh Eunice said resonates with you so like for Eunice they don't resonate with her but like just the just the energy from around her resonates with her or stuff like something like that so like that's the energy that she's able to use with some people like they need some rocks and that's okay yeah or like um like pendulums like mm -hmm. So somebody told me like, oh, you're going to practice Reiki, you should get a pendulum. So I have a pendulum right here. But for some reason, I don't feel like a strong connection to it. Like, you know, because I'm just like, am I the one moving it? Or is it like moving on its own? And like, 
I just have never, you know, people can suggest all these things. People can portray spirituality in like a way that, that it should be, but it's not, you know, like spirituality comes in many different shapes, sizes, you know, ways. So like, like, for example, like, have you guys heard of like fire, um, like how people do divinations through fire? Like you stare like a flame and like, yes, you start. Yeah. Yep. Or, like, you put something on water or whatever, and, like, you know, next thing you know, like, the water starts doing something crazy. Like, you know, there's many forms of divination that you'll see and read about, but you, I recommend, you know, stick with what feels right for you. So, you know, for Katie, it seems like tarot, it's, like, working out for you. You've been able to channel different messages, mm-hmm. right? So, and then there's also another thing, too, like, that, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of this, but, like, so when you're meditating, I've heard of people, like, they write I, I forget what it's called. It's something with writing, but basically you're like... Automatic writing. Downloading. Yeah, automatic writing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, you know, stuff like that you can try to play around with. Or like the Akashic Records. I don't know if you guys have heard of the Akashic Records. I've heard the name, but I can't remember what it is. So it's basically like, you could say like a library of like this infinite knowledge, right? That it's come yeah. from like the past, present, and future or whatever. And you can have somebody open the Akashic Records for you. And um, I, and I think you can only open it either for yourself or something. I forgot what it was. But basically, you it's kind of like you meditate and then, you know, you, you say a little prayer and then you open the Akashic Records and then you retrieve whatever information it is that you're looking for. So that's another thing that you can like try and play with. Because I've heard a lot of people, you know, really like the Akashic Records in particular. So... Okay, so that actually segues really well for me. So with that, because I've, now that you're saying it, it's coming back to me. I've heard of it. So do you have or know anybody that has a spirit guide or a spirit guardian? So we all have spirit guides. We all have spirit guardians. I have okay. a spirit guide. You have a spirit guide. Katie <laughs> has a spirit guide. It's just a matter of getting to know them or allowing yourself to know them, right? So sometimes spirit guides can be animals. Sometimes it can be our ancestors. Sometimes it can be so random somebody that I don't you don't might not know. But it all depends on you, right? So if you're able, or like it can be like a saint, like a deity, right? So like I know, like my mom really loves uh, Mike, um, Archangel Michael, because and I've heard he's like the protector or whatever. So you know, it's a big person. So and um, also the thing to know about like you know spirit guides is that. They can change as you get older. So like when I first started out, like I met my, because somebody basically led me through a meditation of like meeting my spirit guide, right? And when I first met my spirit guide, I saw my grandpa and I saw an owl. So you, and you can have more than one, right? It doesn't just have to be. And I remember like the owl in particular really stood out to me. And I remember like, that night, like after I had met, you know, my in through meditation, met my owl, I heard an owl like outside my window. And like for some reason, like owls are very like it, they appear a lot to me. They, they do like owls for some reason. So <laughs> um, and if you like find yourself like, you know, perhaps looking at a particular animal, like you notice that it's a weird animal that you don't really see often, perhaps. And it just crosses your path like more often than not. Perhaps as your spirit guy, like trying to talk to you or like color or something that's trying to talk to you so but we all have spirit guides um (laughs) yeah so that meditation 
do you have to do meditation to in order to kind of like find your spirit guide or like how do you do you have like any idea of like a process to open yourself up to that i think it's it, I, meditation is helpful because like you're like that's you know that's the intention you're setting up with the intention of like meeting your spirit guide it's kind of like you have to put yourself in a, a state being of like you know i guess like opening yourself up you could mm-hmm. say and so through that you're able to meet or see your spirit guide um people have met them through dreams um or you know just random like messages that you hear i don't know like it, it, it's it's a pro- it's a different process but i have heard like a fast way to get to know them is if you like do a meditation or meeting your spirit guide and whatever you could see you, whatever you see hear, or experience like doing that meditation I'm like that's probably your spirit guide so awesome i'm yeah. so freaking pumped right now you have no idea i love this shit <laughs> okay i have i have one more question that i want to or a topic that i want to talk mm-hmm. about um and then then I, I think i'm good i'm i'm satisfied um with this interview um you <laughs> at some point mentioned vibrations and layers to our souls can you just mm-hmm. elaborate that a little bit i don't know if vibrations and the layers are one or separate or yeah, it's kind of like, I don't know if you guys have heard of this, um, like how we are, we have, there are 12 dimensions. I don't know if you guys have heard of that before. Nope. So it's like something that like, I don't know, I, I remember just somebody telling me about it, like how apparently there's like, imagine like the earth, but like there's like other layers on top of it, right? So, and that's kind of like how I guess you could say like us humans are too. And I guess you could say like depending on, your journey or like how far along on your journey you could be potentially your vibration could be uh you could be channeling the vibration of like i guess you could say like a different dimension right because each dimension there's like a theme to it or whatever so like okay for example like third dimension has third dimension has like a bad rep right like it's like a lot of like negativity a lot of you know just like just bad shit and then the fourth dimension is kind of like you're waking up you're like oh shit like you know what is this but then you're still doubting you know it's like a mixture of both right like a mixture of like happy things and like not so happy things and then the fifth dimension it's like you're just like it's like positive like oh like you know i know things happen to me for a reason like I'm, i can manifest whatever the fuck i want um i'm intuitive you know i don't need anything else like i'm happy you know just like you're in just constant like I guess you could say vibration of like knowingness and your, your, um, yeah. So it's like, we, you could say like the, like our vibration, personal vibration is connected to like the different dimensions that there exist. I think obviously there is more than 12 dimensions, right? Cause this universe is infinite and like, it can't fucking like, you know, it's not possible to measure it. So, but what I've, I have heard that a lot, like there's like 12 dimensions and like, some of us are channeling different dimensions depending on like you know your level of like i guess not necessarily knowledge but just like the vibration that you put out right so um it's it's really interesting and it's kind of like you know that's another rabbit hole that you can just get yourself into but um we do have you know we're like we have a lot of like layers you could say for our vibration in particular so yeah, it's really interesting stuff because each vibration like could be something else. <laughs> do, do you know what the what the technical term? Because I know we talked about, like it's you know the twelve dimensions, but every time I Google twelve dimensions, I either get a song or I get some quantum theory 
bullshit. So, like, do you know if there's, like, a more of a proper name to go start going down that rabbit hole? Well, you know, actually, I would say, and I have heard of this before, too, like, quantum physics is actually, like, explaining a lot of this, like, yes. dimensionality stuff. Yep, because they not. do say, yeah, but before, because if you do, um, well, I've, like I've heard, I've been, I've become really interested in like the quantum, what do they call it the quantum field, right? And they say like in the quantum field, it's basically like it's out there. And if you so want to, you can, you know, like, for example, you're trying to look for like a new house, right? Your house is already out there in the quantum field. It just hasn't come to you physically yet, right? But in another dimension, in another time, that house, it already happened. It is already yours. Yeah. And like science is starting to look into a lot of things to do with mediumship and try and explain it. Like with the third eye and the chakras, there's actually um, a science behind the, the reason that you're able to see and feel things the way that you are is because the activation of the penile gland in your brain is what happens when you open your third eye, you're actually able to like integrate and see more stuff. Because of that, that's also the gland in your brain that I think produces DMT, which allows you to imagine. So it's it's really it's cool. cool. Like the it's yeah no that the whole pineal gland thing, of course you know. And then and then they they do say like okay like you know, I don't know if you guys have ever like heard of like you know like when people experience like psychedelic you know experiences or what have you like that's like a, a big activation of the pineal. Yeah, that's how you say it, pineal. There we go. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, and, and, you know, it's funny because, like, my partner's really big into, like, oh, like, don't drink, you know, tap water because it has, you know, because we, we're constantly being kind of, like, I guess you could say they're constantly trying to suppress our pineal gland, like, the government, you could say, is trying to, like, suppress it. So that's why, like, you know, you, you see a lot more people now, like, oh, like, alkaline water or, like, um, you know, fluoride-free, like, toothpaste, you know, even, like, some people believe that even like going vegan, it's like, you know, like a good way to like kind of like calibrate your pineal gland, but not necessarily. Right. Um, but yeah, there's like a lot of stuff. It, it, this is really interesting. Like it's in our bodies. It's in our physical c- capacity to do these things. It's just like, you know, the past we were told no, because basically it's the whole thing of it all. It's like they want they don't want us to know that we are God. You know, because at the end of the, like, basically, like, being able to see spirit, right, or being able to heal, that's related to, like, you know, God, right? Like, only God can do those things, but they don't want us to know that. So, right now, this big awakening that's happening, because you're going to start seeing more people, like, come out with this stuff, like, talking, like, all this wolf crap, right? Like, it's because we're all trying to discover, like, we are God, but they don't want us to know that. Because when you start to find out that you're a God, can you imagine, like, how nuts the world would be? Like it would just it would be really chaotic, and it could be hard to understand as a person as well. Like that you have the the sole power to create your own reality, right? So um, it's just really interesting that like for so many years they have suppressed like our pineal gland on purpose, so that we don't know that we have all these powers, you know, all these out of metaphysical powers or what have you. That is like the one government conspiracy theory that I am like 
totally fucking sold on because I was I came across that you guys are talking about. I'm over here like yes, yes, like in my notes. Um, yeah, your your gland is like calcified, and something that I'm actually looking into is like a a water purification system that can get the fluoride out and taking also iodine also helps and there's like a couple of other um minerals that you can help take to like help quote unquote decalcify that gland and help help it out but definitely um something as you say like the government's trying to suppress we eat a lot of garbage food and a lot of processed shit so that's not good for your body in any which way and that's not something like a lot of people don't realize is that they constantly feel like shit but they don't know it because they constantly feel that way. And they think that that's the norm. And I also went through a period of like, I also, I ate McDonald's. I ate like pre-made foods and all that fun stuff. And it's bleached, processed, da 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 But actually now here recently, within like the past couple of years, now that I can like afford it, and that's an unfortunate thing to say, um, I have been able to eat cleaner and I feel better and I feel more in touch with myself and what's going on because I... I am cleaner and I'm not eating all this processed stuff and a lot of things that I make are home homemade. So that mm-hmm. also I feel like is a huge process and like awakening your mind's eyes because you're so clogged up with this crap that isn't supposed to be in our bodies because the way our society is now, it's not supposed to be. Um, definitely 10 out of 10. I'm like, I can talk about this for hours. <laughs> no, it's just really interesting. It's really, really, really freaking interesting because I'm also like, you know, um, I also believe that even though, yeah, like we have a lot of environmental factors that affect like our pineal gland or like our ability to realize that we're God, you also have, you know, if you're an awakened being, an awakened person, you also can, you know, through your vibration, through your energy, you can also expel it. Like you don't have to necessarily do something physical to like, you know, decalcify like the pineal gland, for example, like it is like. It is something that you can you it within your control within your energy is power to you know just let's you know let's clean it up like with Reiki you know you can do that with Reiki too mind blown mind blown holy shit okay <laughs> that's all right so um, I'm gonna write that down for later cool all right this has been so much fun uh, Zoe you got anything else yeah uh. I'm trying to think like just in the deepest darkest parts of my mind like anything. That I can come up with, and right now there's nothing. Nope. I don't have any other questions, I don't think. That's cool. I mean, we are like an hour, 20 minutes into this, so. Oop. We talked for a good long time, and I and I, I love it. Ah, I'm ah, here ah. for it. Um, Eunice, is there anything else you want to share with the listeners, or just some good, solid words to close off with, or? Uh, just, you know, keep holding your light, and you're God, and... <laughs> And meditate. Meditate, yes. If, if, if there's anything we could take away from this, meditation apparently does wonders for everything. Yes. And this was a lot of fun. Thank you so much for yeah, having me. Yeah, thank you yeah, so thanks for coming. much for coming and dealing with this and doing this. And yeah, um, I'm I'm so stoked. I love this shit. Okay, this was, Zoe let me have this one because I was like, it's a little woo-woo. And she's like, fine. Which, uh, we'll, it's fine. We'll, we'll yeah. talk to somebody who does aliens and then... Uh, yes and, that's what yes and we'll do that for you we'll, we'll you we'll should do a little trade-off <laughs> yeah 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 no that one is yeah aliens i will listen i actually have listened to um, some of your episodes and like i do like the spooky stuff I'm <laughs> like the ghost yeah. stories and stuff i love that shit yeah it's so much fun it's <laughs> it's wild some of the shit we learn and the alien stuff is creepy have you yes have you guys heard of um 
It's like a podcast. It's called Theories of the Third Kind. No, but I'm gonna listen to it now. Now we are. (laughs) No, yeah, like that one is pure just like conspiracy theories. Okay. Some of them are are wild, wild. (laughs) I'm just gonna gonna Google that real quick. What did you say it was called? I got you. It's called Theories of the Third Kind. I approve already. Just the the art. (laughs) I'm sold. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, there it is. All right, cool. Yeah, because you guys kind of reminded me of them, just like the stuff that you guys talk about. For some reason, oh my gosh, they sound like similar to these people. Like. Oh, thank you. Oh, that's <laughs> so nice. <laughs> we try to be yeah. professional podcasters. No, we're not professional. Fuck that. Okay. Um, I mean, if we have nothing else, this was super cool. Um, yes, this was great. This was awesome. Um, but if we have nothing else, I say let's just let's let's call it a day. Let's call it an episode. Cool. Perfect. Okay. Works All right. for me. Uh, again, Eunice, thank you so much for coming on. This was a pleasure. This was absolutely awesome. So glad you could be here. Is there, um, uh, I mean, your name's Eunice. That's cool. But is there something like you have a business or like your Instagram? Is there anything you want to self-shout out to or someone else you want to give a shout out to? Or uh, I mean, I if, don't have a business. No, I mean, that's <laughs> fine. That's fine. Uh, usually we get some people on here with that have podcasts or if you have a friend that has a business and I don't know. So if you don't, no big deal. Just uh, self-cloud I'm okay, no. <laughs> okay all right cool 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 all right um this is great this is awesome um i'm just gonna i'm just gonna awkwardly close this out all right haunt her i barely know her cool okay thanks bye okay thank all you right. bye <laughs>